Today is March 7th, 2019, and this is a Radio Wave Special World Report with a friend of Medjugorje. Did you know how and why our nation was born? It wasn't born through the Constitution. It was born through a declaration, a statement, put forth about independence from England. The Declaration of Independence gave the legal basis for the legal American Revolution in 1776. Where are we now? Why is our lady coming to the earth? Why do we have the president we have? Why do we have the deep state? Why do we have all these things merging at the same time? We can say the Declaration of Independence gives the legal basis for a legal revolution now. We're in the moment. The time is here. What I'm reading from today is something that a friend of Medjugorje wrote in 2006 in which he expanded on his philosophy of what he believes our nation was birthed in, what its purpose in being is, and how to return to that in this time in which so much attack has been against our nation and trying to make it into something it's not. This is from Look What Happened While You Were Sleeping. To institute these nine declarations for the restoration of Christian principles, we must start by going back to America's very beginnings and seek the wisdom of our fathers who will speak to us from generations long past. We must then foundation our lives, our families, and our institutions upon this wisdom. So to rekindle and reawaken the dreams of our fathers throughout this great land, we must all go back to self-school and re-educate, reform, and reacquaint ourselves with the truths of who we are as a people. When was the last time you sat down and read the Declaration of Independence? The Declaration is not just a historical document. It's a locked and unevolving permanent document that holds the key to freedom, giving continued life to every generation unto today. To lose sight of this document is to put our precious freedoms into precarious hands. In today's broadcast, we're going to be playing you some clips to bring you up to speed on where we are and where we were in the beginning of this nation. Over 236 years ago, brave men fought against all odds so you can be here today listening in freedom to this radio. But will you always have that freedom? If the Founding Fathers could speak from the grave, would you hear Jefferson say again, When a long train of abuses and usurpations designed to reduce you under absolute despotism, it is your right, it is your duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for your future security. Is this possible today? What many Americans don't understand today is our documents 
All we hear is about the Constitution, the Constitution, the Constitution. That's not in the forefront of reasons to throw off the tyrannical powers being exercised over us as Americans. When we lose sight of the document of the Declaration of Independence, we lose our freedom and we put ourselves in the precarious hands of those who now are running the show obstructing, stopping, taking our freedoms away. So what is the temperature now? You hear it throughout the day. You see it. You sense it. You have to understand what the Declaration of Independence means for us now and what we are about to go into. Because something is cooking. Something is almost ready. The recipes are all there for it. And it's being baked in a way that it's going to explode in front of us. It's part of the Medjugorje plan. There are corporations in the United States of America. How did they begin? They began by having a charter or articles of incorporation. It's a declaration. It brings the entity into existence. That's exactly what happened in the beginning of our nation. Caritas Birmingham, we have one. IBM has one. In other words, it's our bylaws of the governance of our corporation, how it's going to operate. So these articles of incorporation brings the corporation into existence and identifies the corporation's purpose and its intent. So then after that, you have to have a governance of the corporation. And that would be equivalent to the U.S. Constitution. In other words, it has bylaws to establish the governance of which it runs. And so in the case of America's Foundation, the Declaration of Independence is the Articles of Incorporation that brought our nation into existence. The U.S. Constitution provides the bylaws for our nation and explains how it will be governed. I want to simplify this for you so that you can grasp where we are. The Declaration of Independence, the Articles, cannot be superseded or done away with by the Constitution, which is the bylaws. There is no clear moral values of right and wrong within the U.S. Constitution. Why? Because the Founding Fathers had already placed the moral value in the Declaration of Independence. That's where the moral values are. That's why the Declaration was so important. And that's why we need to understand that today to see where we're going. What's taught to us today is the Constitution is the foundational document of the United States of America. That is not true. That's a falsehood. It's a bad teaching. Don't adopt that. Reject it. It's the Declaration of Independence. It's the foundation document of our Constitution and form of government. In Article 7, it clearly shows that the Constitution attaches itself to the Declaration of Independence. The Declaration of Independence is not attached to the Constitution. It's the other way around. It's very important to understand that the Constitution cannot be interpreted independently from the Declaration of Independence because the Declaration sets forth the principle of how American government would operate. That means the two documents are not independent, they're interdependent on each other. But we don't hear anybody talking about the Declaration of Independence. 
It's always about the Constitution, the Constitution, the Constitution. Why? Because the enemy brings that up and we respond in the debate of these things or the conversation or the news cycle about the Constitution. The Constitution is a dangerous document. Oh, a friend of Mr. Gore is going crazy now saying that. I'm telling you, the Constitution of the United States of America is very, very dangerous. How can I say that? Because the conscience of the Constitution is a declaration of independence. When you separate those and you start interpreting the Constitution, you can interpret it however you want it to be. How do I know that? Because John Quincy Adams said that the virtues which were infused into the Constitution were the principles proclaimed in the Declaration of Independence. And those virtues in the Constitution is in the character of the Republic, which are the principles within the Declaration of Independence. Thomas Jefferson said, The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. God forbid we should every 20 years without a rebellion. That's a strong statement. In other words, we've got to set our frequency back on course. Jefferson continues, What country can preserve its liberty if their rulers are not warned from time to time that their people preserve the spirit of resistance? Let them take arms. You hear nothing about the Declaration because it supports what Thomas Jefferson just said, the legal right to reestablish what we declared in the beginning. It's necessary for us to see that the judges and the courts for the last 50 years has divorced the Constitution from the Declaration of Independence. The Declaration is the conscience for the Constitution. It cannot hold the course, the Constitution, as a standalone document. The Declaration did for years, and they went by the colonies and their constitutions. It was from what I remember almost 13 years before we had the Constitution after the Declaration. So the Declaration of Independence, divorced by the judges from the Constitution, puts the judges in the conscience of the Constitution. And that's why they can make law. Our forefathers, I think it could have been Jefferson, that said that the Constitution is to be interpreted only by a moral people. In other words, based in Christian virtues. And any other who interprets it is wholly inadequate. We've got people, anti-Christians, unmoral, no virtues, doing exactly what our forefather says not to do. The Constitution is not there for their interpretation. And when we abandon the Declaration of Independence, they take over, and that's where we are today. The Declaration is no longer fulfilling its role, and what's happened is illegal. Our forefathers foresaw this, and they were gravely concerned that the checks and balances that they instituted that the judges would begin to overstep the bounds. That's what's happening. And that means death to the Republic. And the only way to bring it back is to resurrect it. Resurrected by what? Going back to the Declaration of Independence. Revolution. It is legal. This next clip relays that. It was the word they were all afraid to say. Just to speak it would mean certain death. Revolution. The brave men in 1776 knew very well the cost of freedom. 
Do we know it today? While we allow ourselves to be managed by a surrogate system of government, are we willing to do what they did? I wrote these as commercials for the book I wrote in 2012. They fired the first shot, 2012. And people are ordering it by the pallets, literally, even to the houses, to give them away. But it was radical, and it's still radical today. But what is really radical is those who have circumvented our government and changed it into what it was never meant to be. When do we stand up? When do we change things? Our divine creator gave us sovereignty. He encoded into what happened. The United States of America's birth was not by chance. It's a nation that brings order to the world or disorder to the world. And that's what's happened for the last 20 years. And we're changing this now. There's a great conflict between us and those who have taken over. When Abraham Lincoln came along, a hundred years after the Declaration of Independence was laid down in its principles, he calls the nation to come back to it. He says, Our fathers established the great self-evident truth that prosperity might look upon again the Declaration of Independence and take courage to renew the battle which our fathers began, so that truth and Christian virtue might not be extinguished from the land. That's profound. Why is he calling a hundred years after the Declaration was written to come back to the Declaration, not the Constitution? Lincoln continues, Now, my countrymen, if you have been taught doctrines conflicting with the great landmarks of the Declaration of Independence, let me entreat you to come back. He's not saying come back to the Constitution. To renew the nation, to unite for together, go back to the Declaration. That's what we have to do today. And Lincoln continues, come back to the truths that are in the Declaration of Independence. Contemplate that statement. You have to realize by these statements that I'm telling you about where we are today and what we have to do. Because our Constitution is like a ship without a rudder. Whichever the wind blows strongest chooses the direction the ship will be going. And that's our nation. We don't have a rudder. It's been taken off by the enemies. So the navigation of the ship can be determined who's in power and running the things now. August 25th, 2016, Our Lady says, Satan is rolling you like the winds roll the waves of the sea. Why'd Our Lady say that? It's an amazing statement. Because that's what's happening. She says, you're bound to the earth and earthly things, and that is why Satan is rolling you like the winds rose the waves of the sea. See, we're preoccupied with the wrong things, and the enemy takes over. And what happens in that? A squall. What is a squall? It's a sudden and a violent windstorm at sea. We are at a precipice of a real explosion right now in these days. There's things behind the scenes that are growing. And if anything this broadcast today is about is be ready. Words of a lady, be ready because things are coming together for a great conflict. And we've been the weakest in preparing for it. But there are some things happening right now. Big things. 
I've gone into the last five days to write an emergency writing. We put off words to the harvesters to write a book. I've got five or six people working with me on. We're doing research. I know what it's about. I know what I need to say. We're referencing this, and we're working 24 hours basically a day right now for the last five days. Very little sleep. Very few people can put a book together like this. And to me, what it feels like is preparing for the secrets. We've got something that's secret that we need to expose to you. We're putting it together. We're trying to get to the press. We've got one more day to finish it. We're going to be putting it on press and get it, and we're going to be mailing it first class to you. It's going to be very expensive. We need your donation right now because we're going to have to use our working capital to keep Caritas running to put this in the mail first class because you need it now. It's that urgent so that you be aware of what's coming down. I'm not going to tell you a lot about the book, but everything I'm talking about today is about the book. So be reasoning and thinking of what I'm telling you. So many of you who have followed these writings that I've written through the years about all these messages are aware of George Washington's vision of three pearls. We know the Revolutionary War was the first one. The Civil War was the second. Are we in the third pearl? Trump, two weeks before he was elected president, said, Our nation faces a situation unlike anything in its history. And we're seeing that. Evidence is everywhere. We've spoken about October 5th, 2017, when Trump comes out with all the generals. And in front of the media, he says, you guys know what this represents? And he responds to the question he asked. Maybe it's the calm before the storm. Could be the calm. The calm before the storm. Three times he says calm. Why did he say that? A reporter says, what storm? President Trump ignores that. And continues and says, we have the world's great military people in this room. I tell you that. And then the reporter says, what storm, Mr. President? And he responds, you'll find out. So he's saying, maybe it's the calm before the storm. And that's going on toward two years ago. So what does that have to do with right now? Because the ocean's going to be just rolling. The ship, the nation has... People at its helm, which can determine the direction. And we've been going in the wrong direction for a long time to undo our nation and destroy it. We have an enemy in front of us, not recognized, but perceived. And so we're in a moment that something has to come out of nowhere. If you ever heard the terminology, a white squall, it is a sudden and violent windstorm at sea. They're very rare, but nobody survives it. We know the president is the head of the ship of the nation. He's the skipper, in other words. Trump is claiming our place in the world right now by reclaiming who we are. Make America great again. Why? Because it needs to be. Why? Because what our lady's doing in Medjugorje is showing that we need to bring a moral order and have a moral order. Somebody has to be able to lead in the rest of the world. And the world follows the United States of America. Satan wants it to go the wrong direction without the rudder, without the light, in the darkness. So the whole world will be shut down in darkness. No moral order in the United States. No moral order in the world. So we're in the calm before the storm, Trump said. And for the most part, we look like we're in the calm. But a white squall can suddenly come up 
out of nowhere with any warning. No dark clouds. It just hits. There is things brewing that speaks of this. There was a true story published in 1962. The book is called The Last Voyage of the Abatross. It's a true event that happened in May of 1961. There were 13 students on a boat, in other words, in an ocean academy, and a white squall comes out of nowhere. The whole story has several things in it. It's important to understand what's happening right now in our time. Because these students came from different places. We have people all over the United States joining together right now from different places. We're being unified by the resistance against us to stop and taking our freedoms away and our liberty. Many of the people are anonymous. They're not known. And in this story of the Abatross, the skipper, or in this case with the president, taught the students where we go one, we go all. In other words, we're going to be unified. We're coming together because that's what it's going to take to make everything successful. So all these students didn't know each other, and they had to conquer their fears through all kinds of seas, and the skipper was holding them together until a white squall hits them out of nowhere. There's no warnings. You go from calm to 100 knots so fast that you're almost enchanted. It's unbelievable. You can't imagine it. The squall hits you so hard, broadside, out of nowhere, that it's like a bomb went off. It's that fast. A 15,000 tonner can be thrown upon a beams in a few seconds and sunk. So we have in 1996 a movie made about this situation. We've covered about being anonymous. We've talked about where we go one, we go all. And we've talked about the calm before the storm. Anytime there's a story, especially a true story, can give birth that inspires another story. So what you're about to hear now is very important. It's the clip for the movie, the trailer, based on the book, The Last Voyage of the Abatross. The ship beneath you is not a toy. Sailing's not a game. So what do Bill's character, Mr. Preston, of which you are in desperately short supply. They came from different places. And this Ocean Academy isn't recognized as accredited. It'll be a good thing, Dad. They sailed for different reasons. I don't want to be what I was when I left. There you go. Anonymous. But there was only one way. We'll do it together. I can't. Climb! To survive on his ship. I will challenge them. And they will come together. Become a team. We go one, we go all. Because where he was taking them... What are they doing? Claiming their place in the world... Could not be measured in miles. They thought they had survived the greatest challenge of their lives. We had come through every kind of seas imaginable. Except the white squall. But it was only... White squalls are a phenomenon of the imagination. The calm. What happened to my ship was not imagined. Before the storm. Time! Loyalty. Where we go one... We go all. Discovery. But we're a crew. That's what this whole thing is about. And courage. Don't you walk out of this, Skipper, you don't! Captain, they're only boys. We listened to you. We believed you. They're much more than that, sir. And we are still here. Your enemies want to crush you right now. They want you destroyed. It's not against Trump that they're against. 
They're against us because we're unified underneath him. And we're being called into a new time, a rebirth of our nation, a revolution that's going to take it back. We're in the moment of broadsiding our enemies of this nation out of nowhere. And as I spoke a couple of weeks ago, the Jericho walls, the trumpets are blowing. Every day something's being released that these walls are about to fall down. The enemies of this nation at this moment are being unnerved. And that's why they're so aggressive. Our lady said the message, Satan is losing his power and he is becoming more aggressive. What happens when you corner a dog in a room? He's going to bite you. He's going to try to tear you apart. The doors are closing in on our enemy. They feel it. They sense it. They know it's coming. And everything they're doing, everything you're hearing today is about that. The attacks against us is coming through Trump because he's unified us. That's in the physical realm. In the spiritual realm, it is Our Lady who's brought this about. And don't even go there thinking this is politics. Our Lady said World War II was a war against the Jews. And also Our Lady said in Fatima, World War II resulted because man did not repent from his sins. Divine intervention is a result of physical things on the earth that it comes to come back and change the physical things on the earth to come back aligned with the divine. We are there. Our Lady is here. This is part of our plan, a major part of our plan. Don't think these things being said has nothing to do with Medjugorje. If you think that, you do not understand what Our Lady is here for. It's her who said that Satan wants to destroy the world. That's a physical thing with his planning. And spiritual with Our Lady giving us the battle plan through our messages. But both sides will materialize physically. We are in this. And if you don't recognize it, you won't know how to respond to it. So this broadcast is really about this book that we're pressed to get out to you immediately so that you understand your enemy and that you understand yourself. This is what for years I've been telling you. Know your enemy. Learn from Sun Tzu. This next clip is about that. The great Chinese warrior Sun Tzu said that you must know yourself and you must know your enemy. Christians do not know themselves. Christians do not know their enemy. This has resulted in the continuing stripping away of rights and freedoms. Who is the enemy? What are they doing? What will they do to you? Today is March 7th. We know March 18th, coming up, is 11 days from now. We know Mariana has her annual apparition. We know that it's Mariana's birthday. But Our Lady is not appearing to her because it's her birthday. We know Our Lady has never given her salutation on her birthday. We know that Our Lady has kissed Maria on her cheek on her birthday. I spoke to her about these things. So why March 18th on the annual apparition? Because Our Lady said something's going to happen on March 18th. We're in the moments of a countdown. Will it be this March 18th? There's a lot of things that show a lot of signs. Or maybe this may be a precursor, a trial run of some great events. That may mean something later in another March 18th year. But somewhere on March 18th, something big is going to happen. There's a lot of things brewing right now. And it's one reason we want to get you this book before that date.
you are hearing about a very important topic from a friend of Medjugorje. In just a moment, a friend of Medjugorje will conclude with words about spreading this message. But first, we want to thank our Caritas Field Angels, who through your prayers and financial support, keep this broadcast on the air for the whole world to hear. Thank you. Without your help, we are unable to continue this work for the conversion of the world and to enlighten hearts about the hand of God in our times. Again, thank you. Be sure to spread this broadcast to everyone you know. Time is of the essence. Spread this to all your friends, family, social media, and mailing lists. Give copies away at your church and your place of work. For more information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. When dialing from outside the United States, dial 001-205-672-2000. Please reference today's broadcast and the CD number CD2005SWR. Thank you. Now to conclude... Here is a very important and time-dated message from a friend of Medjugorje. So I have to appeal to you. We're out on a limb. We're taking all our cash for operating carry tests right now to get this out. You can't turn around and publish a book, get it, and put it in first-class mail to get to people with a few cents. It's going to take all the cash we have at this moment to make this happen. In fact, we get stipends that we've skipped for the last two weeks so that we can have enough dollars to get this out. And I'm not talking about $1,000. I'm not talking about $5,000. I'm talking about tens of thousands of dollars to get this thing turned around. You don't turn around a book, mail it to thousands of people, and make this happen. I'm appealing to you to send immediate donations, go online, give donations, and say it's for the emergency phone to get the new book out in your hands immediately. If you don't do this, we'll be damaged. If you don't have the information, you could be broadsided. You want to understand the events as they play out. We've gone two years underneath this precedent, and constant attacks and hatred for those who voted for him. It's against us. And us are the ones who are praying, even for our enemies. So I'm asking you today, immediately call in, immediately mail in a donation as much as you can. We have to have that. And actually, this is really a trial run for us of what we're going to be doing and preparing for the secrets. It takes funds to do that. We've had to send our tractor trailer eggs out in two different places and even out of state to go get the paper for this. Our initial run is 1.6 million pages that we're going to put out. We're running our press around the clock. In addition, we have a critical CD that we want to have in each book. So we're producing those 24 hours around the clock. In addition to that, we need volunteers to come help because we've got to manually put this together because this book has got to be stuffed. So if you're anywhere close to us, even several hours, we need volunteers to come. You can call Caritas, 205-672-2000. That's 205-672-2000 to find out when we would need help. It won't be today or tomorrow. Hopefully by Saturday, we'll be stuffing. So the only way to find that out is to call Caritas. But the most important thing is 
you immediately call in and give donations on your debit cards or whatever you have or mail something in. We need big donations for this to work. If we don't have a strong response, we'll never be able to do something like this on even a bigger level of when the secrets are released. You may be wondering how big the book is. It's between 150 to 200 pages. So please pray about this. Be praying to the Holy Spirit. So what you're about to read of those who will be mailing it to, which will be thousands of people across this land. The last thing I'll enlighten you to is that after the mailing, many people are going to want to spread this. So we got to turn right back around and print tens of thousands more of these books for the reorder because we're going to try to put it out after this initial thing that you can get this around cost and give them away and order them like we did they Friday the first shot. You're going to want to give this out to everybody so everybody receiving it to be ready to do that. So we don't have those funds for that. So also these funds will be for a second run, which will be even larger because people typically will order 50 or 100 or even we've had people order 1,000. So we ask for your prayers, your help, everything you can do. And this be a new opportunity to reach avenues with Our Lady to the circumstances our nation and the world is in that would never accept Our Lady. But through this writing, she will be opened up to a whole new avenue of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people that would never accept her or hear of her before. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye.